Evolutionary.org presents Evolutionary Hardcore Podcast with your co-hosts, Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the most hardcore and underground info in the industry. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6... What's up, guys? How's it going out there? New emergency podcast coming your way. We have a one-hour special show, and we're going to be talking about the Liver King steroid cycle and how he has been exposed in a lie. So really disappointing to a lot of you out there who were his fans and disappointing to Mobster and I, too, to see another person um, showing their hypocrisy in the industry. But we're going to go over a lot of the facts behind it and we're going to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we're going to talk about the liver king. So, Mobster, joining me. How's it going, buddy? Hope everything's good out there. You're staying warm out there in England. I'm freezing my tits off, man. But the, we, the, I'm going to be warmed up because I think we've got a hot podcast. So this is going to be pretty fun. So let's first, you know, go over Liver King and his background a little bit, because even if you uh, know about him and um, as Mobster knows, Mobster follows a lot of the social media stuff. And, um, you know, we're talking on the pre-show and I was bringing up some interesting facts about him. So let's go over some of the facts. His name is Brian Johnson and he goes by the nickname Liver King. I would categorize him as a fitness influencer and supplement owner. But he's a lot more than that, too. He's also a guy who who, who does a lot of other stuff. Uh, really, he's been on shows. He's done a lot of things on the circuit. So that's how I would c- categorize him. So recently, he got involved in the scandal. He was caught cheating about his steroid use. He had lied and said he never used steroids, and he got caught in a dead lie. And the emails are out there as proof. So his background after high school, he obtained a degree in biochemistry and he enrolled in medical school, but he dropped out of medical school just about right away. And he went to work for a pharmaceutical company where he made very good money. This allowed him to spend his free time traveling. He did a lot of extreme sports. um, And during one of his travels, his adventures, he ended up meeting his future wife, Barbara, ended up having two sons. So the background of what Liver King, how he kind of got in the industry and how he got involved out there was growing up uh, when his children were growing up, they went through a lot of sicknesses. And he, you know, as a parent, it's really heartbreaking to see your kids go through a lot of things. But his story was he decided to change their diets. He kind of started researching and he found some some interesting things online and he switched them over to an all natural diet. He cut out the seed oils, which is something that I've been preaching for years to avoid these seed oils they are in everything. Anytime you eat at a restaurant, anytime you eat fast food, seed oils are in everything. Okay. So you got to avoid the seed oils, liquid calories. That's a big one. You know, the sodas and the juices and all this stuff, all that liquid calories, cut it out. And then all the junk food, which is pretty much you go to anyone's house, you open up their pantry, it's all junk food. So he ended up cutting all that out and he moved them over to a whole food diet, which is something else I recommend. A single ingredient whole food diet versus eating something out of a box. You pick whole food ingredients, your fruits, your vegetables, your meats, 
just a whole food diet. In his situation, he took it a step further. He put his kids on a raw meat, liver, of course, which is how he got his nickname, an other organ diet. And the purpose of this was to imitate what our ancestors ate. So our ancestors, when they went and they were lucky enough to get a kill of an animal, or if they were scavenging and found a half-eaten animal, they would take the animal back to their cave and they would eat the entire animal. They wouldn't cut off a piece of the muscle, you know, like we do today and cut off the fat and cut off the bone and cut off everything and then just eat the muscle part of the animal. No, they would eat the whole thing. They wouldn't waste anything. And that's kind of the purpose of it. And I like that. I agree with that. I, I follow, you know, the same type of all natural diet. I've been preaching that for years to you guys. So this isn't, this isn't a reason why, you know, we can call him a hypocrite or whatever. That's great that he's teaching people this stuff because this is stuff that I push. So I like that about him. So I'm also commenting that a little bit. And then we're going to get into the nine ancestral tenants that he came up with, which is really, really interesting as well. Right. So there's a little bit of an element. And I've seen other people arguing this online in terms of the various videos, photographs, etc., interviews that he's done, and even challenges where they are eating raw meat, right? And uh, the raw meat diet is, as you know, something that has done the rounds probably 20, 30 years ago. And it comes up, I've been in this game such a long time. I know that these things come around and uh, there's an argument to be made, as you well know, Steve, for the healthiest diet possible should be as close to nature as possible. And that would mean, for example, not over-processing meat, not over-processing vegetables and so on and so forth. However, as, as has been argued, if he talks about our ancestors, our ancestors learned to cook. And there are certain, and there's reasons why we learn to cook. There's the reasons why we put salt in pork and all that kind of stuff, Steve, to preserve it. So, yeah, I mean, you're quite correct. And arguably, and we will get into this, Steve says, the positives and the negatives. We can get into, for example, some of that aspect of the eating of food and say, do you know what? Nothing the matter with it, man. I, I like my 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 steak, you know, with a little bit of fat trimmed off, but I don't like it over-processed. I don't cover it with the sauces. I don't use lots of salts and spices and God knows what else. So, you know, and the idea that you should have good vegetables every day. You and I talk about this on the forums constantly. We say, guys, forget vegetable powder, eat vegetables. Have the stuff as raw as you possibly can. Soft cook it. Don't, don't boil it to death. Don't smother it in crap. As Steve said, one of the things I've mentioned a few times, uh, it's, you think you said something just now, Steve, was glucose syrup in, in, in so-called ready meals, meals that are already prepared. And all you do, guys, is take them out of the freezer, defrost them, bang them in a the microwave ding they're ready and they're full of glucose syrup so on that aspect you go do you know what nothing the matter with it nothing the matter with it whatsoever of course as you and i are going to address in a little while it's the hypocrisy because the idea is that we want to look like liver king mr johnson but do we look like mr johnson because we ate the way that he suggested and the way that you and i actually think it's quite healthy or is there another reason so yeah terms of that aspect of it, 100%, man. No problems at all. He's, he's preaching to the quarries. You and I, 100%. What, what, what if, me and you have even talked about this. We said about going to the supermarket or going to your butcher and buying the organs. I've posted online. This is how crazy this stuff is, Steve. And I've, I've talked about cooking up food last night and liver and steak and kidney, liver and kidney, literally go to the supermarket, buy a tray of liver, 
buy a tray kidney, chop them both up, stick them in a frying pan, little tiny bit of oil, boom. And I've eaten that stuff. No problems whatsoever. It's, it's cheap because, as you say, lots of people turn their nose up at it. And it's healthy. It's so full of vitamins. There is even an argument, and I talked to Steve about this in the pre-show, when it comes to the whole liver stick, and I'll, I'll use that particular phrase, desiccated liver was a huge staple for 50s, 60s, 70s, and even borderline into the 80s when I came into the game, uh, bodybuilders. You could, and you can still buy this stuff online. So the idea that uh, you should have liver, eat organs, etc., it's not new. And I don't know necessarily that Brian is presenting it as new, but it's the way that it's presented. It's the other aspects that we're going to get into that kind of make you go, do you know what? In a way, you actually made the good advice that you gave sound bad. And people were then going to turn away. And we want them to turn towards healthy living because he's been caught out, because of what's happened, because of the hypocrisy. People might not actually follow that sensible advice. So, so that's almost in and of itself a little bit of a shame. If it had been open, which we're going to get into more in a little while, that would have kept that stuff on side. It would have kept it as part of what we'd like to talk about, Steve. Back to you. Yeah, great point because I, you know, I keep as natural a diet as possible myself. And I believe in a lot of his nine ancestral tenants on his website, which is what I follow this as much as I They're can. Fine. They're fine. The thing is, I don't sit here and bullshit you guys and claim, yeah, I'm not taking steroids or I've never taken steroids. I don't lie to you guys. I got not I, I got no reason to do that. I got no reason to hide that. So I mean that would that is pretty much what he's doing, guys. That is what he's doing. It's not pretty much, it is what he's doing. He's saying I'm doing all this stuff and then I'm not using steroids. So let me get into the nine and several tenants and get these out of the way so you guys understand where, where he's coming from. And then we're gonna get into, you know, mobster is gonna talk about what happened in the the groundbreaking news that came out the breaking news so he came up with nine tenants to follow and these are things that puts you in the environment which we've kind of evolved over 2.5 million years so the number one is sleep and this is where we detox and recover so sleep is number one two is eat eat the whole animal don't just pick off what yeah. you know what tastes good or whatever so that's what we've been kind of raised to do. We're raised to say, you know what? I want to get a filet mignon. It tastes really, really good. But actually, if you eat, you know, the bone marrow, you boil the bone marrow, you eat that, make make bone broth soup. It's delicious if you just take the time to do it. If you eat the fat off the steak, it's delicious if you just take the time to do it. The organs are delicious if you get good quality organs. Yeah. Number three is move. He wants you to walk 30 minutes three times a day. Great advice. Because in today's society, mobster, we sit on our ass all day. Yeah, go ahead, comment anytime on these. I was yeah. going to say, this is a, you and I do this right now, Steve. I I told Steve on pre-shows, I do two half an hour to one hour. It depends whether I'm out there chatting to my neighbours or what. Steps every single day for my size, my height, my weight, my target every single day. It's not even that high, guys. Six thousand steps, and it's essentially two miles. Because it's half a mile or so there and back for where the, the route that I go on. And that's every single day. Now, just the other day, a buddy of mine passed away, heavier than I am, looks older than I am. And uh, I'm guessing, because I know how he passed away, he wasn't looking after his heart health. So the idea that we should go out and get steps every single day, 100%, Steve. It's just, to me, it's like common sense advice. What, what was the phrase I think was... Um, 
I'm trying to think of a famous bodybuilder. And one of the thing that he came up with, it might have even been Eugene Sando, it might have been some Steve Reeves. And it was essentially that we live like no, it was Eugene Sando, it was like life is movement. You need to get off your asses and go out and get your steps. You need to get sun on your face, you need to get air into your lungs, fresh air, not stale air, not recirculated air in your office, not the kind of stuff that we're breathing in. Even when we're in cars, it's all filtered. You need to get out there, get up in the mountains, trail walking. How many times have you talked about trail walking, Steve? So, again, these things, these tenets, all of these tenets, and Steve will give you the rest, are 100% good rules to live by. Let's hear the rest of them, Steve. So, number four is shield. you got to avoid dangers. And today, the dangers of modern society, unless you live in a war-torn country, I mean, it are seed oils, as I talked about, and they're in everything. If you go to Chipotle, everyone thinks Chipotle is healthy. Guess what they, they cook their food in? Seed oils. Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, Burger King, all these fast food joints, they all cook their food in seed oils because the seed oils are cheap. They're great preservatives, so they, they keep the food fresh as long as possible, and they taste good, at least to most of you. They're going to they're gonna taste good. To me, they taste horrible. I hate seed oils. So canola oil, all these seed oils that aren't in everything, these vegetable oils, you can't make a vegetable into oil. You can't turn a vegetable into oil. So there's no such thing as vegetable oil, but they call it that to trick you. So you got to avoid that shit. Also, electronics at night. You know, our ancestors, 2.5 million years, did not use electronics at night, did not have electronics. You're fooling your brain by using electronics at night. So try to either avoid electronics at night or do what I do because I'm a workaholic and wear blue blocker glasses, which are going to block that blue light in, in, coming off your uh, electronics. And also when you sleep at night, stay away from the blue light. Uh, don't keep electronics in your bedroom. A lot of you keep a TV in your room. That's a mistake. Don't even yeah. keep an alarm clock in your room. Nothing with light should go in your room. Nothing. Your iPhone should never go in your room either. I don't care what the situation is. So you know, I'm sorry, definitely call on that. We'll, we'll, and we'll do the yeah, last. I mean, it's, guys, I'll give you a silly example, right? And again, it, I don't want to sound like I'm preaching, but I have all the notifications on my phone switched off. So it's not pinging and sort of grabbing my attention. Like I've got, don't have enough things to do with the podcast and training and writing and stuff on the forums and whatever else. I don't want my phone pinging and grabbing my attention every five minutes. And the last thing I want, especially Steve, is if my phone rings at night time, it needs to be a fucking emergency or I'm going to sell you a new one. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. If someone randomly rings me up when I'm in bed, there's going to be big problems. If it's if it's someone's died or has been in an accident or some great disaster in the family, fine. But anything else, it can fucking wait. So like Steve says, right, it's just, it's just common sense stuff, guys. As an example of something that Steve and I have talked about, right, stims. How many of you are having coffees or energy drinks with caffeine in and you're having it late in the fucking day and then struggling to go to sleep. I go to sleep very early, Steve. And primitive man arguably went to sleep when the sun went down. There's even a history of sleep, which talks about what they call the midnight snack. And it's literally that we went to bed when we were working in the fields. We were out hunting. We were doing whatever we used to do 500, 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 years ago. We'd go to bed when the sun went down, which meant we went to bed early in the winter and we went to bed later in the summer. It's fine. Our bodies adapted. That's what we were there for. But we would wake up typically around midnight with the family. We'd have animals in the house anyway. It was that kind of living uh, all, all nearby. And, and we would have a, a drink or a snack and a little bit of family time. And then we went back to sleep and we woke up when the sun got, came up in the morning. Now, of course, now we're into this hole. You've got to get eight hours solid sleep. 
But again, we're not living that lifestyle, so it's a bit different. We're overstimulated, Steve, 100%. I haven't watched proper TV on an actual television coming in via the satellite dish or cable or whatever else for since I've been here. So you know, I've been here 10 years, Steve, where I'm living now. So I haven't watched proper TV like that. Unless I go to someone's house and it's on, I don't see it. And I'm certainly not sitting up there watching some soap opera or whatever else at 11 o'clock at night when I could have been in bed an hour or two hours and getting all the sleep that I need to recover from my training and do everything else. And I'm not being productive. So when I'm being productive, fine. And when I'm not being productive, go to sleep, rest, chill, relax. Go out and get your steps. Do other stuff. Look after yourself as well, guys. It's, it's just common sense to me, Steve, but it's a kind of one of those things where in some ways we've allowed ourselves to go down that particular route. So again, Mr. Johnson, Liver King, when he talks about that aspect, not a problem, no problems whatsoever. Again, it's the thing, it's like kind of, for example, Steve, and we're going to get into this properly in a minute, buying a car that's supposed to run on fresh air and finding out you've got to fill it up with gas. You know, it's that kind of thing. So amazing if it did what he said it did, and amazing if it lived, he lived the way that he said he was living, which he may well do, but it's not necessarily the reason why he is the way that he is. And that's yeah. the problem. It'd be like it'd be like running into me in the supermarket and be like, "Hey, Steve, what's going on?" And looking in my shopping cart pizza. and seeing that pizza, I've got pizza, pizza, pizza and ice cream and all this processed <laughs> junk in my car, and be like, "Wait a minute, Steve, you're preaching on the podcast." Yeah. Or running that's into that's me a, at Chick Fil A or, or McDonald's yeah. or something. Like, yeah, hey, Steve. I'm like, uh, so ice cream, I see. What the hell? You know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. I want. Yeah. I want the advice he gives, the tenets that he talks about. They are solid. I want to touch on it very briefly, Steve. So what's happened, right? Here's the thing, guys. Sometimes we imagine, because of the technology and the access to information and all the rest that we got right now, which is as good as it's ever been throughout human history, that we've evolved somehow. And the reality is that we have not. Civilization is only somewhere between 20 and 40,000 years old. And that is literally when we started living together in groups and villages and all that kind of stuff. Otherwise, we were just walking around as extended families, 50, 100 people. And we would, like Steve said, hunter-gatherers and all that kind of stuff. Really, that aspect, from 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 standing up the, the, the ape that stood up, so to speak, as Steve said earlier, it's only two and a half million years, to where we are now in terms of actual evolvement, we're, we're, we're fractional compared to other animals and insects. It's tiny. And the idea that we don't have to do those things because of modern times is bollocks. So when he says it, he's right. We haven't evolved that much in the last five to 10,000 years in terms of not being able to eat those things or only being able to eat cooked food. or you know, uh, The idea that there's stuff that we've created is what's keeping us awake. There's the stuff that we created that's made us tired. There's the stuff that created that's made us overstimulated or exhausted or anxious or whatever else. And all those things are true. It's for you to simplify your life and to do that kind of stuff. Arguably, you've got to go and earn a living. It's not always possible for you to do certain things. We get that. The living king gets it. I get it. You know what I mean? So that's not an issue. But again, it's, we're gonna, it's the hypocrisy, Steve. So, yeah, any more tenants that we haven't... Yeah, let's finish out to... the tenants and we'll get into the fun stuff. I know you're uh, excited to talk about that. Yeah. So next one is connect, number five, connect with earth, hug a tree, walk barefoot. It'd be nice. I mean, unfortunately, you can't really walk outside naked as much as we all want to. You get arrested, but you get the point on that one. Uh, Number six, cold. You should be uncomfortable parts of the day, including taking cold showers and being exposed to elements. 
it's great. It's great advice because your body, if your body is just always warm and always comfortable, then your body will get weaker. You'll make your body stronger by being uncomfortable sometimes. It's the same thing why I talk about fasting. And he talks about fasting too. Fasting is the same way. Just because, oh my God, I feel hungry. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. I feel hungry. Uh, I, I, you know, I want to go in my refrigerator and eat something, or I want to go out to eat lunch or breakfast or something. If you just stop, you know, just feel a little uncomfortable for a little bit, it'll make your body stronger. Number seven, yeah. sun. Mobster, you already touched on it. We yeah. need sunlight. Get outside more. We evolved from, you know, Central Africa. That's where our ancestors evolved from. They had a lot of sun. Okay. It was very, very uh, warm jungle type climate. We had a lot of sun. All right. That's what we need. You don't see gorillas living in, um, in Greenland for a reason. Okay. Number eight, fight, fight, hunt, protect, struggle, and persevere. That's important. A lot of people don't accept that it's okay to have a bad day. You're going to have a bad day. You're going to have a bad situation happy. You got to persevere to that. Don't just, you know, go up into a ball and start drinking and and doing recreational drugs like a fucking weak-minded person, like a lot of people do, because you had a bad fucking day. I used to work with people like that. They had a bad day at work. You know what they did? They went out to the bar and got drunk. That's not fixing the issue. Rather, find out why you had a bad day, learn from your mistakes why you had a bad day, and get better and better yourself. And accept that. And number nine, the last one, mobster, is bond. Spend time with loved ones and protect them. That's that's very, very important to do as well. So family element is very, very important. We see a lot of these tenants, too, in the blue zones. And we're going to talk about the blue zones in a future podcast. So check yeah. that one out. But that covers his nine tenants. And I love them. I love the nine tenants, as mobster said. We're not we're not bashing Liver King because of these tenants. We're not bashing Liver King because of his background. You know, his, you know, or anything like that. We like it. But here is the problem. And mobster talk about why is everyone talking about Liver King all of a sudden? Just t- tell the story. Right. So you and I have addressed the the, the the influencer aspect in other podcasts we've done. And we mentioned it earlier on that we consider him to be kind of an influencer. And, and, and what the argument here becomes thus, right? He's had specific comments made to him about steroid use and denied them. Joe Rogan is the example that springs to mind. Joe Rogan said that you can't look like the steroids. And I think Joe might have said, and I might be misquoting Joe, something about he's got steroids in his ass or something like that. And Liver King specifically replied, not on Joe's podcast, but it, in response to Joe Rogan said, I've never touched that shit. And then lo and behold, a bunch of stuff's come out. You've got coaches coming out. You've got the clinic uh, contacting bodybuilding and bullshit to make sure they was correct with the information. And the long and the short of it was he wrote a letter contacting his people. It addressed the stuff that he wanted to do, the lifestyle he wanted to lead. And then there was a list of drugs. And straight away that came out. And the industry, the iron game, physical culture, bodybuilding, call it what you will, influencer, went crazy it when it's a kind of red alert mode Stephen. everybody was like what the hell you cannot sell and i use that word euphemistically here this whole healthy stuff that we've just said is a great great idea deny specific accusations of using performance enhancing drugs including peptides anabolic steroids uh, growth hormone and so on and then boom there's your email there are letters, there's business partners, there's the clinic, there's the person that you was going to work with, there's your coach, and they're all going, what the fuck? 
and and just kind of like up in arms. And and it's just it just I mean even the way you almost Steve almost kind of understand that because he was trying to sell this great idea or series of ideas, you almost kind of get it. But then it bites you on the ass. And like I said, when it devalues it, I'll give you a good example, Steve. The specific one I'm thinking of. I watched his business partner, and his business partner, I believe, don't quote me again, is the fellow that would put together the ancestral supplements, the supplement side of the the business that uh, Mr. Johnson has. And the business partner asked him on multiple occasions, do you use performance enhancing drugs? Do you use steroids? And on multiple occasions, he said no. So the business partner in this video says I, I, I was like his best buddy. I've known him for this amount of years. He was described by someone else as his best friend. And it's like, if you tell your best friend, the, per, the person outside of your partner, your, uh, your, your, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, that you're supposed to be super close to, who should know all your dirty, horrible secrets and be good enough not to tell everybody else, because that's what best friends do. And you lie to him and you lie to him for years. Yes, Steve. So the level of disappointment, I kind of get, kind of get it. He's, he's actually said he doesn't want to work with him no more. But the level of disappointment, and that's the thing again, right? If, if, if the Liver King on Instagram has 1.7 million followers as of today, as of this morning, just before the show, I double check. It may have been higher before, but it's definitely that figure today. And you've got to say to yourself, what percentage of people were out there thought he was using something? Fine, we don't care. What percentage was just following him because they love the whole stick? They, they, they like the lifestyle and whatever else. And what percentage was following him because they thought, you know what? What he's saying is true. And I believe what he said. And then found out, like his best buddy, that it was a lie. And that's the problem. Because like I said everyone, it takes away every single great aspect of the message that he was giving out with his tenants and kind of weakens them. Imagine, guys, uh, to use, and I don't want to, to get too far down that particular avenue, but a great religious leisure who I should not name on this podcast because I've probably upset someone, and you found out that he was a shagger. Uh, you found out that uh, every single miracle that had happened never happened, and I mean categorically never happened. You, and your belief system would be gone. Now, that's a, maybe an exaggerated way that we're dealing with it, but like I said, have you ever been in a situation, Steve, where in the past with a buddy or something like that and something's come out and you're just sitting there in shock that's what his business partner was like and again he's he's den it's it's kind of like it's almost bordering on religious against it because he's he's denied the very thing that he's been caught out for and then when that happens when he makes his apology it's kind of like well i did it for this reason and i did it for that reason it, it's not. It just doesn't sit right, Steve. And I, 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 I'm not even that familiar with him until very recently. But if you're his friend, if you're a buddy, if you're a follower, if you are someone who thought this guy was coming up with great advice, it's just plain good old-fashioned disappointing. And, and and it's kind of like a shame because again, the advice that he gave was awesome. The advice that and he the thing about, I, I felt like too, not just that he was shame, you know, like putting people down and shaming people out there who were taking little. steroids. Because, yeah, you know, follow my way, follow my coaching, follow my advice, and you can be like me. And he's basically fooling a lot of these 20-somethings into thinking that, while at the same time, he's on all these steroids. So 
touch on that mobster and let's get into well, the about, steroid cycle let's let's go over the steroid cycle that he got busted. line that you and i talked about in the pre-show steve and i said this is this is on his own channel it's not on anybody else's channel it's not a highlight video that's been clipped and edited to make him look bad it's on his own goddamn channel steve and that is quite simply thus right so he's doing this stuff where he's walking around in several situations. One, quite bizarrely, that Steve and I have talked about in the pre-show, was outside Buckingham Palace the week the Queen passed away. And there he is, shirt off, hat on, which makes me wonder if he's bald, but that's by the by. Um, curling dumbbells outside the Buckingham Palace in the crowd of people that have come to, show, uh, to, to, to uh, offer their condolences. Marching down, again, shirt off, curling the dumbbells, pow mouth. Same thing again in Venice Beach, same thing in other locations, all stuff that is on his own channel. And all the time, like some religious leader, talking about whether you're primal or subprimal, which makes it sound like a kind of cult thing, Steve. It's really weird. And then um, not having kind of any sensible kind of conversation. It all becomes like a speech, which is kind of weird. So you've got this situation where, as well, we're putting, I mean, already, you've got a bunch, again, it's all on his own channel, Steve. A bunch of interviews that he's done with news uh, broadcasters, with uh, other podcasts and vloggers and TV companies and all that kind of stuff. And every single one the shirt is on. Every single one the hat is on. Every single one is doing the kind of same thing again and again and again. You go, right, okay, hang on. If a fella come up to me in the street and said we should go to bed early and we should eat healthily and to get a bed in the sunshine and all the rest of that kind of stuff, you go, okay. But then you start to turn into some kind of, and it's, it's I, I, I use a phrase with Steve in the pre-show of what I call a barker. And a barker is a person that stands outside the circus trying to get people to come in and watch a show. And that's what it feels like when he's in Venice Beach. That's what it feels like when he's outside Buckingham Palace. That's what he feels, feels like when he's on these TV shows. He's got his shirt off, making himself in like a circus act. He's, 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 he's only using kind of phrases. There's no kind of deep, deeper aspect to it. It's not sitting, and this is his home highlighted stuff. It's not like he sat there on his own videos. On the ones, I mean, I only watched a couple, Steve, so I'm not saying it's not on any of the things that he's done. But if he just sat there and said, you know what, guys, we should live a healthy lifestyle. This, these are the benefits. These are the stresses that we deal with in daily life. No, dumbbells curling up and down the mall outside Buckingham Palace the day or the week that the Queen's passed away. And that's just here in the UK. No different on Venice Beach. Going up to people on the pier, are you primal or subprimal? I'm minding my own fucking business. Get away from me, you freak. That's what it feels like, Steve. And it's kind of like, what the hell? And then again, that just dilutes the message that he was trying to give. So it's all that kind of stuff. And it, and this is the reason why it's going on. I mean, buddy of mine done a video on it. Uh, other channels have done videos on it. Uh, there's 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 news. The news is covering it. It's, it's it's on TMZ. It's everywhere, and it's because he kind of rose up so quickly to attention, given this great information, and just let's be absolutely brutal, Steve, because he's admitted to it. Lied, lied. That's the thing. <laughs> one of the examples that someone gave the other day was uh, one of our <laughs> presidents talking about not having sex with that woman when obviously he did. Oral sex was well, mate. If you wanted to be specific, we were talking about all kinds of sex. It's that kind of thing that Clinton was doing. It's that kind of aspect. You can be a great president, but you lied about this thing, and now we just think about you lying. We don't think about what a great president you might have been at the time. It's that kind of 
vibe to it. And that and, and it's just like and it's become news, actual news on news channels everywhere. I'm surprised it hasn't hit the papers yet. Stay back to you. All right, so let's get into the crux of it. This is the list of substances. So more plates, more dates, did a video. We'll link it into the description. But he was basically in touch with Liver King, and they exchanged emails. And now Derek, who's uh, from no uh, more plates, more dates, he leaked private emails claiming that Liver King is on steroids. And then Liver King came out. And didn't and 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 he came out with an apology video, and we'll get into that shortly. But this is the list of substances included in yeah. those emails: IGF, CJC, which are peptides, Omnitrope, which is human growth hormone, and a shit ton of HGH. He said in the emails that he was spending Mobster five figures a month on HGH. So that tells me that he's using a shit ton of HGH. He's using yeah. what pro bodybuilders at the highest levels are using. We're talking at least 10, 12, maybe 15, even 20 I use of HGH on some days. That's a lot. So don't tell me you're natural. Don't tell me that you you got your HGH levels from taking these supplements that you're selling, which we'll get into that as well. Don't tell me that when you're taking a shit ton of HGH, which is not a natural thing. Our body can only produce at his age um, maybe one IU a day or 1.5 IUs or 1.25 IUs at the most. He's taken 10, 15 times that. All right. So don't get, tell me that you're natural, dude. You're full of shit. He also, um, in the emails, Decadurabolin, Nandrolone, Winstrol, which is um, really good for cutting down and, and, and increasing vascularity. Look at his pictures. He's very hard. He's very vascular. That That's the Winstrol. And then Tessipinate. A shit ton of testipinate. We're talking at least 750, at least a thousand of testipinate a week, which is our bodies naturally produce about a hundred milligrams a week. He's taken five, 10, 15 times that. Okay. So again, you're dude, you're not natural, bro. Stop bullshitting. He came out with an apology video, and we'll link that in the article as well. But the apology video mobster, he admits. That yeah. this is what he says. He says, I, okay, yeah, I've used Winstrol and I used Nanolone in my past because it was in the yes. email, so he couldn't deny it. But then he covers himself up with the peptides and the HGH and test SIP by saying, oh, I'm getting that from a licensed uh, doctor. It's a clinical anti-aging clinic, yada, yada, yada. I'm only taking, um, uh, you know, small amounts, okay, and, and all this stuff, trying to cover himself up. In the email, he admitted that he's spending five figures a month on that shit. So if you're taking, um, you know, just natural amounts of HGH for hormone replacement therapy or normal levels of testosterone, it wouldn't cost you five figures a month, dude. All right? You think we're fucking stupid? Okay? Look, those of you listening to this, you're not stupid. Me and Mom said we're not stupid. We know that this motherfucker was taking a shit ton of HGH and testosterone. So all these motherfuckers, mobster, in the supplement industry, they say the same shit. They're like, oh, I'm on doctor-prescribed testosterone. I'm on doctor-prescribed HGH. You know why they say that? Because they want to trick you into thinking how great their workout program is, how great their supplements are, so that you go out yeah. and you buy the supplements, you go out and buy their workout program for $500 a pop, and 
all along, they're on a shit ton of steroids. And it's not just this guy. It's all these motherfuckers, almost all these motherfuckers out there you see on social media who claim, yeah, I got this way from taking my supplements. No, motherfucker. You're taking a shit ton of steroids. You're ripping off people who are, you know, believing your bullshit. And this is the hypocrisy of the thing. And you motherfucker, you got busted. So now don't come back and say, yeah, I'm running just from a from a clinic. So that makes it okay. If you're really sticking to what you claim you're sticking to and 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 doing that natural lifestyle, all that stuff, you wouldn't need TRT. Okay. You wouldn't need to take HGH because all that shit would be elevated. But you're full of shit. You're not even following your nine tenant. You're not even yeah. following it. You only follow it when you're on video to make people think you are. But all along, yeah. you're full of shit. And I bet you if I look in this guy's house, I bet you you would see all this junk food. And I, I, he's so full of shit. I just don't fuck it. How can you believe anything he says now after he lied about it, that? Here's the thing. So I'll jump in for a second here. Right, If the idea that the average Joe is not following the, the nine tenets and therefore we have lower than previous – just – 20, 30 years ago, lower than testosterone levels than before, lower growth hormone levels than before, uh, is looking older because of the stressful lifestyle that we're all involved in, then then the lifestyle that he suggests should mean he is better, exactly as you said. Let me read from the email. This is on the TMZ website. You can download this document as a PDF and look at it yourself. I'm going to read one particular part of the things here. I've been working out for 35 years. I know how to eat, train, rest, and recover. I even have a hard shell hyperbaric chamber at my house. But as I reach my midfoot, it's getting harder and harder, and the back fat fucking kills me. To support his exhaustive efforts, I've started taking Omnitrope, the 5.8 milligram vials of Empower Pharmacy. And here's the number, Steve. 11,000 US dollars per month for my new dose, which is four vials a week, 16 vials a month. And then he goes on about whether it's underdosed, my number should be higher, blah, 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 what my doctor said, and so on and so forth. $11,000 a month of growth because he's getting it from a clinic, guys, just to let you know that's why the number's so goddamn high. And the amount that he's having, 16 vials at 5.8 milligram, the way that he's described it, because I'm reading specifically from the email. So there you go. $11,000 a month. Now, he's got some money coming in from other businesses. He's going to have some money coming in from the, the stuff that he sells. He's going to have some money coming in from plans and stuff like that, which you can download some free, whatever. There's a whole thing there. But again, $11,000 per month of growth. See, that, that that's in black and white from his email, from his, uh, the, the, his email account to the person that he was on. And even the subject matter, would you believe, is confidentiality. In other words, I don't want people to know what I'm doing and how much I'm spending. But here it is in black and white for you to see. And I just read it out on here. And it's out there in the ether. Everybody knows what the score is now. And again, it's like I said, if the lifestyle that was being presented was so goddamn awesome, his numbers should have been better. Not necessarily awesome for 40 plus. Not going to be as great as when he was 20, but better than other 40-year-olds because the lifestyle that he was presenting, which we like, should have made him healthier, should have made him better. When a weather is going to have given him a tanned, amazing body with a six-pack that's on view 24-7-365, no. And, and, and that's, that, that's part of maybe the issue, there because you're getting there because of what you're presenting. is It's like it's the analogy I used earlier on, a great car versus an awesome car. And you're presenting an awesome car 
but you've only got a great car. You're not really telling people 100% that the reason why you are the way that you are, the reason why you look the way that you look is because of the lifestyle that you've suggested. In fact, you've said that and it's not true. It's simply not true. Steve and I do podcasts on growth hormones and on peptides and on other performance enhancing drugs. And we talk about belly fat and we talk about how if you do these things together, it's lean. And we can talk about how you get better sleep on growth and all those kind of things. Why is he not going to bed early? Why does he need growth hormones welcome sleep? Why isn't a diet and a lifestyle good enough to give him a six pack? Why does he have to have growth hormones to help his body fat stay low? And so on. So it's it's a contradiction. And then, of course, as we say here, we're talking about confidentiality. In other words, I don't want people to know what I'm doing. Why? Because it dilutes every single other type of thing that you've talked about, which was in and of itself kind of cool, kind of useful. So, yeah, there's that kind of stuff. I want to get into a little bit now, Steve, if we talked about, as I mentioned earlier, on the cult-like status, the kind of the preaching. Now, I've, I've had the pleasure of uh, Jack Lalanne at one of these award dinners that I've mentioned on other podcasts and on, on, on the forum, uh, preaching to the choir, as I put it. And the room was full of people like myself that trained, magazine publishers, bodybuilders that had been on stage, pro and amateur winners of the Mr. Universe here in the UK. Uh, we'd had Mr. Olympias there at the dinner on previous occasions. And every single person in there somehow or was in some way involved in the whole of the industry, whether it's a supplement company or gym owner or just an absolute out-and-out crazy fan uh, of the bodybuilding, iron game, weightlifting. And one of the aspects we even did there at that particular scene was an, a, a gymnastics as well. So if you was into the fitness lifestyle, this was the place to be for an award dinner here in the UK. And Jack Lalanne's down the front. And Jack Lalanne was talking about healthy juices and using a blender to, to spritz up uh, healthy drinks and he would swim and he would say to you, as I said earlier, get outside, get in the fresh air, eat fresh food, eat, keep your food as fresh as possible, don't overprocess it. All the stuff we just talked about, which was absolutely amazing. And I leaned over to a buddy and the whispers in his he's preaching to the choir. right? And the, but Jack was just passionate. That was his stick. He was on Saturday morning TV in America. I think you had five or six channels at the time, Steve. So he had like some ridiculous number, like 40 or 50 million viewers watching him and his wife knock up these concoctions on camera and drinking down, you know, carrot juice and God knows what else and talking about. And then he was in his like late 60s, 70s, swimming across uh, uh, San Francisco, the, the, the harbour and all this kind of stuff and showing, you know, that he was still fit and strong. And and, and it was near to great. He was a tiny little man, but he was, he was just super fit, super passionate, super healthy, never took steroids, never lied. And even though he was down the front preaching to us, it was fun because he was just so into it. So there's elements of, and I've said this already, we've been going up to this, this, uh, this liver king, going up to people and, and coming up with these kind of little phrases and talking, you know, it's like quoting passages from the Bible or something. And it's like, this is how you should live. And you, you, and then coming up with the thing like the primal subprimal thing, primals like alpha and beta and all that kind of stuff that we sometimes see mentioned on the forum. I'm, I'm an alpha and the rest of you are betas. You, you, you know, I'm the dominant and all that. Mate, anytime you've got to say it, anytime you have to say that's it, if we haven't learned it for itself, it's probably bullshit. And this is how it started to feel. This is the sort of stuff that we're starting to see. And like I said, the stuff where we're sitting in TV studios and vlogs and podcasts and God knows what else, and every single one was with shirt off. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger being, and, and Ronnie Coleman, I think in the time that they were in Mr. Olympia's, Mr. Universe's, did like one or two interviews in the whole of their careers where at some point the shirt was off or the shirt came off. Tom Platts did one with Michael Parkinson over here in the UK, and it was one of those, it felt kind of weird. So you go, right, what actually happens is you go, Hi, I need to present the sport in a different way. I don't want to be just seen as a guy in my underpants flexing my muscles. So they started to up in suits that were custom-made, custom-made shirts, ties, and presenting themselves as athletes, dressed, even if it was in a nicely fitting sports clothing, Steve, tracksuit bottoms and the like. They wouldn't come on imposing trunks and sit there for an interview. It, because then you're just some sort of Barbie doll. And yet every single one of these interviews on his own channel is shirt off, shirt off, shirt off. And then the cars are good to where you start looking at them and you go, is there any depth? Is there something for you to actually say? Could I sit down and have a proper, sensible conversation? Could I have this kind of discussion that Steve and I are having with you, the listeners? Could we do that? And it felt like the answer was no. And that's kind of a shame. Because if he'd have done it in a different way, if he hadn't lied, he could have, especially with the traction he managed to get. And maybe that's the issue, Steve. Maybe the problem is he's got so much traction, so many followers, by sticking to this script and not going outside of that and actually opening up and being honest. And this is a perverse thing, Steve. If you actually look into the whole influencer thing, one of the there's actually a channel, I believe, on Instagram just specifically for influencers. And one of the things they actually come up with the other day was something about being you, being honest. Don't be all fake persona, fake profile, or in this situation, lying. Don't be one of those people that tries to get cheap hotel rooms because you're going to review it and your followers are going to come in. Don't be that kind of person. Pay for shit. Don't be the kind of person that pretends to have this wonderful lifestyle but in reality is poor or as fuck or, or, or lying or has to do a day job or whatever else. Don't pretend you're walking down some steps of a fantastic hotel when you really only pops into the bar for a drink and it's like you're staying at this hotel. Don't, I mean, what's one of the ones they had a, a pop singer, a black pop singer in America with a photograph of the uh, private jet and then a, a passenger on a plane on a normal commercial flight took a photograph of the same fella and posted it on her Instagram because on his Instagram, he was giving you the idea that he'd arrived in a limousine to the private jet and was going somewhere. It was in reality. He paid 90 or $100 a seat in a normal seat with everybody else, with 300 other people, and was going the same same place, the same situation as everybody else. And so, in other words, it was a lie. It was posting something of the idea of something versus reality of something. And that's the situation. And that's why it ends up feeling like sort of like he's a cult leader uh, because it's, there's no depth. You either believe what I say or you don't. You follow what I say or you don't. And and if you if you follow what I say, then you should buy these things and you should do the stuff that I say. And that makes it sad. And it just ends up weakening it. It takes away from the value of the honesty and the actual great information that was in there, Steve. What about, I, I think we should touch on, Steve, uh, what do you think about the cult light stuff as well first? Yeah, so let's get into, let's get into his supplement line, which ties into that, Ancestral... Yeah supplements.com great concept he's got supplements on there beef liver grass-fed beef liver grass-fed beef organs grass-fed bone and marrow he's got things like uh, wild-caught fish eggs ancestral ancestral uh, minerals grass-fed beef tallow basically taking things from nature and putting them in a bottle now this is a scam you cannot take something from nature 
and put it in a bottle like this, which is part of an animal. In other words, let's say bone broth. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a perfect example of something that I, I consume yeah. bone broth. Now, a lot of people want, they see uh, in the supermarket or in the health food store, they'll see a, uh, a thing of bone broth powder. You ever seen that? <laughs> and the bone broth powder, you take the powder, you mix it with water and then you shake it and you drink it. And it's supposed to be bone broth. It's not the same thing as getting the bone from the animal that's been grass fed properly and putting it in a crock pot and slow cooking it for 36 hours in, in broth and making bone broth that way and breaking up that bone marrow from the bone where it, it, you know, you slow cook it that way where it doesn't, you know, disintegrate and the, the nutrition gets locked in and then you drink the bone broth that way. That's, that's how you get bone broth. It's not from bone. You can't take a powder bone broth and mix it with water and drink that and think you're getting bone broth. It's not, it's not the same thing. Same thing as this. You can't take liver and process it and put it in a bottle and mix it with, with, with whatever to, to preserve it in the bottle so it can sit on the shelf for months and sell it and think that you're getting uh, a proper, you know, uh, the, the, all the great things that come from uh, organs. It, it just doesn't work that way. And if you go and you research this, you can go on the Mayo Clinic and I'll even link a, a, a Mayo Clinic article about this. It just doesn't work. If that was true, they would just give lions and tigers that are in zoos around the world. They would just give them protein pills and give them organ, uh, you know, in a pill, and that would give them. No, they have to give them actual meat for them to to survive. And it's the same thing with us. If you just eat things out of a box or things out of a powder, you'll end up like most Americans, mobster. You'll end up dead at a younger age than you should, or you'll end up medicated for the rest of your life. And you'll end up getting heart attacks. You'll end up getting cancer and heart disease and all this other shit that everyone gets in America because of the Western diet. So you can't do it. You have to eat. So basically, the whole concept behind his supplement brand is a scam. And you ask me, to, you know, why does that happen? It's because in the supplement industry, it's not regulated or it's loosely regulated. In other words... All these supplements that you see sold, they have a disclaimer on them, an FDA disclaimer, number one. Number two, how many of those supplements does the FDA actually test? A very small percentage. We're talking 1% or less of supplements that are sold are actually FDA tested to make sure that you're actually getting what they claim on the, on the, on the label and claim on the ingredient list. This has been the case since the pandemic. The FDA has more important things to worry about than testing supplements. So you know what they tell you? They tell you to be careful with supplements. Don't trust supplements. So who the hell knows what is in these bottles? We don't Let know. Me jump in this, Let me jump in. I'll give you a great example, guys. Throughout human history, the athletes have always looked for an edge, right? This is this is a given. From, from wearing sandals in the Greek Olympics back in the day when when the Olympics first started, if you wore sandals and everybody else was running barefoot, they thought you were cheating. So one of the things that we've done throughout that kind of time, in the history of testosterone and performance-enhancing drugs, one of the ideas that people come up with was the quote-unquote essence of the animal. The idea that if you ate the heart, your heart was better, your heart would be strong like the bull's heart you've just eaten, cooked or raw. That if you wanted 
the testosterone aspect specifically, Steve, you ate the bull's testicles or the, the pig's testicles or the boar's testicles. You ate as many different testicles as you fucking could. But here's the problem. It doesn't goddamn work. They are great sources of protein. They're good for you in terms of the healthy aspect. But eating, and I'll be crude here, Steve, the bollocks of the animal doesn't give you ball-like testicles. It doesn't raise your testosterone. They're amazing sources of amino acids, naturally occurring amino acids, in the natural form. And they're great sources of protein. And that, that aspect, eating healthy foods, eating the organs, no problem. But you're not going to raise your testosterone levels by eating a, 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 a bull's balls. It's just not going to happen. You'll, you will digest. Bear in mind you're cooking it, unless you really go crazy and eat it raw. But even then, your body will digest either the raw or cooked testicles and take it down to its basic constituent form. In other words, the amino acids, the fat, the protein, the minimal carbohydrate. That will happen if you, if you gar to put it very crudely, Steve, if you gargled the bull's sperm and swallowed that stuff down. Not that I recommend it, and not even that Mr. Johnson recommends it, but it would just end up as what it is, protein and moisture and carbohydrates and fat. It would just break it down. That's the reason why steroids are created in a certain particular way. It's why testosterone, and specifically oral testosterone, Steve, has to be methylated, as you know. It has to be protected because the body wants to break it down. It wants to excrete it. It wants to either use it as an energy source as a source for building the muscles up or excretion. It's not suddenly going, the, the testosterone in the bull's testicles doesn't get transformed into testosterone in your testicles. It doesn't work like that. It's never worked like that. You don't become more intelligent eating brains. Otherwise, we'd all be doing it. And we'd still, we would still be eating bull's testicles. There. There'd be no need for scientists back in the day to have researched and created testosterone derivatives. It just wouldn't exist. And it wouldn't even be arguably for the same reason. If all these things are great, he wouldn't need himself to take growth, growth hormone. There wouldn't have been a requirement for those things. So it's that kind of aspect, Steve. And I think one of the things, as you said, and I'll touch on that with regards to supplements, I've sold supplements. I recommend some supplements. There are things that we and Steve and many of our listeners take every single day that benefit us. We are aware of the lack of quality in certain foods and so on and so forth. And so because we do stuff, extreme stuff in the gym, because we're living this kind of lifestyle, because we've used performance enhancing drugs, we, we go out of our way to protect ourselves as much as possible. The problem has always been, especially when it comes to bodybuilding supplements, in that there's an inference, if not an actual promise, but there's always been an inference that you can look like a genetic freak because you're using pill number one. And a genetic freak looks like they do because they're a genetic freak. You can improve yourself through training and from a healthy lifestyle and to some degree when you're ready from performance enhancing drugs. What you can't do is take a single supplement and turn into a superman it will not make you into a freak if he wasn't already a freak to begin with and this has always been a problem pretty much from day one when photographic photographic adverts appeared in bodybuilding magazines and i've got stuff as steve knows that goes back to the 1900s here in my collection and whether it's using sandow in a suit using a gripper or in a loincloth 
open a set of chest expanders. And the idea was that you could do, you could look like Sandow if you did these things. It was never said. It was ne- it was always implied. And the same thing applies to modern bodybuilding magazines. In in you know, like every single pre-worker is the strongest pre-worker ever. That's just can't be true. It's just impossible. One of them might be, but the only way that it could be is by being so extreme that it's probably dangerous. And then we've got stuff like that. When you've got listeners and readers using, for example, stuff that me and Steve have never recommended, DMP, and then completely ignoring the instructions and doubling the dose and dying. That's the kind of sort of what you're looking at. And there will always be a percentage of people that are kind of like that and they're thinking and that sort of stuff. So if you sell them something, I mean, a good example here, Steve, it's just a processing. In order to take, let's use the liver example, and you have to process it. You have to freeze dry it. You have to remove the moisture. You have to grind it up into a powder, and then you put it in capsules or in a powder in the bottle. It's probably going to be in capsules, Steve. Uh, and, and then is it like the liver that you can get from the supermarket or from the butchers? No. And in fact, even Mr. Liver King says, if you are getting liver already, you don't need this product. But then why sell it? Why not just get liver from the butchers? If guys, if it's one of those, and this is this is the kind of thing I would like Liver King to have said, and maybe he has done. If the problem is that you can't eat fresh green vegetables, red vegetables, orange vegetables, yellow vegetables, because you don't like the taste, man up. Go out and try. That's how you do it. Same thing with the liver. Cooking the liver, never mind eating it raw, as has been suggested. Going out and buy some organs from the butcher, they will be cheaper than a cut of steak. That's just a given. And cooking them up as you like, stick them in a stew and eat them. Don't, oh, I don't like liver, I can't eat vegetables. That's just, it's just bullshit. It's because you've been mollycoddled. And, and that's kind of what he was getting at. But we're not pretending that eating liver, eating organs, even taking a desiccated or dried form of liver in a pill is going to turn you into a freak-looking monster. It's not. I'm not saying it. Steve's not saying it. It's just, yeah. I mean, Steve, jump in here. So the bottom line, this is the grift. If you go on and you actually look at the supplements, everything that they write on the website is true. This is what they say. They say, it's incredibly insightful to see how animals in the wild instinctively go for the organs and bone marrow first, leaving the muscle meats for the birds. Even then, birds will be caught taking marrow bones high into the sky and dropping them onto the rocks in order to gain access to the inside. What they're saying is correct. But then they're like, okay, buy our product. Buy our product in a bottle. Buy the grass-fed beef organs, the grass-fed bone and marrow, the grass-fed beef liver in, in a fucking bottle. That's where they, they, they veer off. So everything they say is accurate. You can't say what I just read is not accurate. But what is inaccurate is him... Claiming, yeah, I got this way from following these nine tenants, from taking my supplements, from, you know, from following this lifestyle to a T. And then at the same time, claiming all this time, I never use steroids. I never use steroids. Trust me, bro. I never use them. Believe me. <laughs> and then now know that he not only uses steroids, he spends upwards of twelve to 15000 a month on yeah, steroids. Where do you think he's getting that twelve, fifteen thousand mops? Or you didn't say it earlier. He's getting it from selling these bullshit supplements to you that don't do anything. And yes, I said it. I'm sorry if it hurts feelings, but these supplements do nothing for you. In fact, they hurt you more than they help you. 
So bottom line is, you know, what he's saying is true about all this lifestyle stuff and what he preaching is great. But at the, at the same time, what he's saying is a lie that he's never used steroids. That's a lie. And it's a lie that the supplements are going to do a damn thing for you because that is a lie. In this industry, the supplement industry attracts grifters because, as I said, it's such a weak, weakly regulated market. So it attracts all these grifters. And this is the industry. If it wasn't for the supplement market, they would be in some other type of grifting. They would be rot. They would be burglarizing people's homes. They would be, you know, um, going online I'm hacking, pe hacking people's bank accounts, stuff like that. These are criminals that are in the industry, that are that are that are running these supplement companies, and that you guys are listening to on social media and stuff. They're basically like a criminal organized, but they're they're kind of doing it in a legal way because they're in an industry that's not regulated in the first place. And we don't want it to be regulated, right? We want less regulation on things. But here's the problem with less regulation with things. When people, there's people out there that are scammers and liars and fraudsters who are going to ruin it for everyone else. So there might be, out of 100 supplement owners, there might be one or two that are honest and decent people. The other 98, 99 are fraudsters and liars and cheaters. And that's that's how it is. You know, I'm sorry to say that. And I'm sorry that I, you know, hurt hurt a lot of feelings and break a lot of hearts out there. But look, it's the reality. And I've interviewed these guys on my podcast in the past. And this is how they are. So don't ever believe anyone that says you can have protein in a bottle. Don't ever believe anyone says you can have protein in a powder. Don't even believe someone who says you can have organs in a in a in a, in a bottle. It's just not true, guys. Um, it's just not the way it works. So mobster finish out the podcast with your final thoughts and take us to the disclaimer. It's a great show and, and, uh, definitely, you know, come on the forum and talk about it. We'd love to hear from your, your opinions as well, guys. Yeah. So one of the examples I'm thinking of Steve is the amount of companies and there's just recently, uh, Blackstone Labs springs to mind in terms of putting growth hormone into the, sorry, not growth hormone. I tell a lie, but in, putting um, pro hormones into products and selling those and getting steroid-like results. I'm mean, thinking of the Gaspari Nutrition the same, uh, where they were able to use a particular uh, product in a particular way that was as borderline drug-like as it's possible, whereas that is not, in fact, allowed by law, both in America, here in the UK, and everywhere else. Uh, and, it, and, and, and then they do that for a little while. For the first few batches, people go absolutely crazy. I put on five pounds. This stuff's amazing. The pumps of the gym are awesome, and so on and so forth, and then take that stuff out. And then, lo and behold, the FDA suddenly realized that this is what was been going on and they catch them and they go to jail. They got a red corn one owner going to jail because he was part of the Blackstone Labs. The other owner of Blackstone Labs going to jail, coughing up $30 million in, in, in restitution and so on and so forth. So this stuff happens. Like I said, there's a product on, on, on the Liver King's website, Astral Supplements, which is to do with uh, tripe, Steve, and intestines. I just want tripe. We've actually something of a perverse northern delicacy here. But eating tripe or powdered tripe and powdered intestines will not, in my opinion, because, again, it's processed and broken down by the body into its constituent forms, improve your gut health. There are ways of improving your gut health, but eating the stomach lining and the intestines is not how it's done. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Some of this stuff, and it's just check into it, guys. Look into it. Find honest. Come on the forums and ask. 
we will give you honest, direct answers. If I had goats, bollocks, will that raise my testosterone level? No, it will not. I don't care if it's raw from the goat, with the goat still screaming, cooked, powdered, or rubbed into your skin. It just doesn't work like that. The body doesn't work like that. Otherwise, we would all have been doing it for the last 100 generations. It makes no sense. And that's the thing. If you're doing drugs, if you're using performance arts and drugs, just fucking say so, guys. It's that. And 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 you can still live the healthy lifestyle. You can still do all the other things. You can still go to bed early. You can still get fresh air. You can still do your steps. That's good advice. Please note, we are not doctors and our opinions are ours. It is our view and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only, the freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies. 